Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 28th of July. The focus today is inevitably the US Federal Reserve decision on policy. This is not because the central bank is expected to make any policy changes today, but because the central bank is expected to make, or at least announce, policy changes this year. Financial markets are therefore indulging in a game of second-guessing, trying to work out what today's meeting will signal about future meetings. In fact, today's meeting may be somewhat overshadowed by the Fed's Jackson Hole summer camp for economists, which takes place next month. That get-together offers the opportunity for a proper intellectual discussion of the mechanism for scaling back bond buying, in a way that a press conference from Fed Chair Powell who is not an economist, simply cannot. However, given the polarised nature of US politics, it is perhaps inevitable that the press conference after today's meeting will include some partisan questioning around both inflation and fiscal policy. On the subject of inflation, UK goods price deflation has become more acute. The British Retail Consortium's shop price index showed prices falling further than last month, with non-food items falling most aggressively. Of course, inflation is about a lot more than the goods bought in shops. It's the services and utilities that matter with inflation, and the UK population in July moved away from spending on stuff and towards spending that passes the Instagram test, which means spending on having fun. Fun is a lot more service sector based. However, things bought in shops are generally more important in shaping consumer inflation perceptions because they tend to be more high-frequency purchases. Of course, what the consumer thinks about inflation is rarely terribly significant in economic terms, but it suggests that there is less likely to be the faux outrage over inflation that we are currently seeing in the United States. In the interminably tedious EU-UK divorce, the EU has delayed legal action against the UK over the situation in Northern Ireland. It's highly unlikely that anyone in the financial markets was aware that legal action was being threatened, so the delay to legal action is unlikely to have any immediate market implication. The most one might be able to say is that this does signal that EU-UK relations have not deteriorated. The United Kingdom has also announced that visitors from the European Union and the United States who have been vaccinated need not quarantine on arrival in the UK. Although, of course, for travel to really improve, it requires both ends of the journey to lift restrictions, something the United States is not intending to do. The volatility of the Chinese equity market is still attracting quite a lot of media attention. The moves come in the wake of some regulatory initiatives to increase control over specified areas of the economy. From an economic perspective, the direct impact is likely to be relatively limited at this stage. There could be a negative wealth effect on the domestic Chinese population, but it doesn't seem to be especially disruptive so far. And as with most economies, housing is far, far more important to household wealth than are equities. The question is whether China's regulatory uncertainty adds a longer-term risk for China, which may have an economic impact. As the role of governments increase in economies around the world, and regulation correspondingly increases, 
financial markets and the real economy will react not just to the regulation itself, but to whether the regulation is predictable and certain. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.